American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. You're listening to The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. This is season nine, the most impactful guest season. I'm bringing back some of my favorite guests from over the past two years. And of course, you know, I had to bring my business bestie, Jamie Charlotte. And this woman is the woman that allowed you to bring Unleash the Beast Within, all right? She takes you on so many different journeys in life, not just personal development, but also spiritually too, and the fitness realm as well. She's like, like she is an athlete that just don't get paid for it. All right. She did like, this woman is a beast. Okay. So um, with all that being said, Jamie, I'm so happy to have you back. Oh my goodness. So I am just super honored to be here. And it's even so cool to like, hear you say that, like bringing your business bestie on when reflecting back on the first time that we ever talked, we had never met. And we just jumped on because we were both very bold individuals that were both in the coaching space. So like you even saying that just put me in all my feels. Yeah, it's, it's been a crazy ride. And I, I just, I wanted to like highlight you and just share all the, the things you've been doing over the past couple of years. Uh, Cause you've been, you've been doing a lot. Uh, so you want to talk about the coaching realm first? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I guess just to even like recap over the past couple of years, I was living in Connecticut at the time when I would have connected with you and I was one of eight for a Fortune 100 company full time and just working in a corporate role while building my coaching business on the side, you know, grinding it out after 60 hour plus work weeks. And yeah, then COVID happened. I had run my wellness retreats out of the country. Um, and I pulled the trigger and went full time with my coaching business and don't know why I decided to, but randomly gave away everything that I owned, had never even visited Austin, Texas, um, loaded up my dog and drove to Texas. And now that's where I've been living. And so I've been successfully running my coaching business now full-time for two years, still running the wellness retreats. I became a board member voluntarily to a nonprofit for women and girls to be able to share their scar stories. I got very involved with my church, got rebaptized, became lead captain of a greeting team, started volunteering and running a faith and fitness group, teaching people how to train their spiritual and their physical muscles all within one. Oh my goodness. What else? Um, and then I joined and locked arms voluntarily again with um, a nonprofit organization called the Hope Project, which is kind of what um, sparked and allowed the mentorship for me to lead that small group for um, the faith and fitness. And I also am officially going to be starting volunteering to uh, 
do God Behind Bars, where I'll be able to perform women's ministry within um, a women's prison here in Texas. So holy cow, tons of changes. Um, but yeah, the, the anchor is now at least being able to run my coaching business full time. And then of course, last but not least, freaking in January of this year, Coach Liv and I just let the word speak through us and we lashed arms to develop a business on just leading bold individuals into their faith, no matter where they are, and just uh, educating and empowering. And, you know, we got some merch and stuff too. So got to officially meet you in person uh, back in June when you came and visited. So yeah, so many beautiful things have happened over the last couple of years. A lot of still um, some ucky times, but hey, with, you know, without those, it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be progressing. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the latest and the greatest. Yeah. I love, okay. I, I, I knew almost everything except for the, um, women behind bars. God or, behind bars. God behind bars. Okay. God behind the bars. I did not. Okay. That is so, so, so cool. I love that. Um, I, I want to, I've, I've always wanted to like work with juvenile detention centers, but that's, like not always, but like more so recently, I've been wanting to do that. But I think that's awesome that you got that, that you're getting that opportunity to do that. And oh man, I swear they help you mold and grow so much and just gain so much more perspective. And God, that's that's awesome. And I mean, of course, your like retreats out of the country and um, just the faith and fitness. Like I remember, oh my goodness. I remember when you started that and you had so many people sign up and then it's like you you just you you had the people come that came and, and it, it developed you through the process as well because we're the ones like when we're coaching and when we're doing these things we're the ones that get the most developed by it so I think that that's just so cool like how do you okay all right now the question start for the people listening like how does she have time how does she like when does she sleep like <laughs> So yeah, how do you do it all? Um, so what's crazy, and you know, I know we kind of talked about this offline. I, um, there's a phrase that I love, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna drop multiple quotes that I'm gonna tell y'all is my favorite, but it's gonna be a lie because I have tons of favorites. But one is that we can only connect the dots looking backward. And I part of why I coach the way that I do on mindset and people finding fulfillment in their life is because I developed a massive kidney infection at the age of 25 and was put on bed rest for a week. 25, I had burnt out on life and was just doing too much and running on fumes. And so it's crazy reflecting now, shoot, in March, I'll be 32. And I have never lived a more balanced life. And like, because I'm able to run my coaching business virtually, and because I knew what it was like to have a schedule where it was just nonstop, go, go, go. I got really good at time management. And so I'm a big, another quote, here you go, it's coming. People make time for the things they wanna make time for, like that one better be on my tombstone actually. But uh, you know, it's, it's things that I enjoy and they fill my cup so much. And like, because I'm able to run my business and do very well with it, because it's, it's, a, it's a more of an elite program and I specialize in only a specific area of mindset, like, that frees up a lot of time for me to do the Lord's work. And so in all honesty, like if I have to be like, 
I have to give all the credit to God on that. That like, hey, Jesus pays my bills. Like that's why I'm able to afford my lifestyle and be able to spend so much time volunteering um, and then still just prioritize my health in that. So I, I think it's just a matter of fine tuning the processes. Oh yeah. And I mean, it took me a while to like really realize this for it to register in my mind that like co coaching is just a luck is a luxury service. Like it's not for, I think everybody can benefit from it, but are they going to be willing to do the work now Two, when you're, when you have someone else's time that that's involved, that one-on-one -on -one time to take you from one place, from where you are to where you want to be, it, that is, that is a luxury because in regular life, you got to do it on your own. Like, or with, you know, you, you just kind of navigate through it randomly. And um, just like personal training is a, having a personal trainer is a luxury service. Just like having a, a dock, not a dock, but like a, a boating place that keeps your boat. That, that's a luxury service, okay? That's a luxury product for a certain type of clientele. And it's just like a lot, because I see this, a lot of people get into coaching because they want to help so many people. And we're in the time that there's a lot of like lack mindset, a lot of scarcity mindset. There is a inflation's in crazy, like it's crazy, you know? And there's so many naysayers. And I just, I love how you're just like, you're going to go after it and go and do it. And no matter what, it's just, you're not going to listen to those excuses. Like they're just excuses. They're just, okay, so what? Like some will, some won't, so what type of thing. And you're going to still book your calls. You're going to still reach out to people. You've, I, I've watched you do this. You've humbled yourself in so many different ways when it kind of comes to like having to like, ask for help in things and and stuff like that because you don't like to do that she let y'all listen she don't like to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's uh you know it's it's interesting too because actually a really profound thing my friend picked me up from the airport I just went back and had visited my family for the last week and um I was just reflecting on some stuff and you know I told her I was like there's moments where I feel like a fraud as a coach because I feel like I have to 100% have it all together to be able to coach people through the areas that they don't have together. And then I have to humble myself and remember like, girl, you ain't perfect. Like you are growing and figuring out life just like the rest of us. And, you know, my friend said that even a surgeon can't perform surgery on themselves. Mm -hmm. And so what's cool to see it all come full circle is like, yes, I do believe it's a luxury, but I think it is such an asset to who you are as what one recognize that you're worth that investment, but being able to see the value on what that's going to do for you and everybody else around you. Um, because yes, I think like when it comes to like physical fitness, like everybody can go on YouTube, you can do all this searching and stuff, but like for people to unpack their emotions, their traumas, and then to be able to transform that into ways that can serve them. And then now you tie in that spiritual education. Like, you know, I think that's why even therapy, why mentorship, why that coaching is such a necessity. And yes, with it costing more money, no, it's not necessarily available for just everybody per that's se. That's why I say it's luxury. Right. 
Right, right. But at the same time, as I even said, too, as people make time for the things they want to make time for, people will also spend money on the things mm -hmm. that they find value in, right? Like I see people who say they can't afford it, but yet they're dropping 10, 15 bucks a day on a Starbucks coffee and a muffin. And then they're they're throwing money on $100 dinners, you know, or trips and purses and getting their hair and nails done. And that's all great too. But it's like, again, where are you placing the value in that? And what is that going to do for your future? So I definitely agree with you on the luxury aspect, but I think it's also just recognizing the necessity of like what that can truly do for your life. Because even for me, like I will always have a coach and I have therapists on deck again, because I need people to be able to perform surgery on me, right? I can't do it on myself all the time. So yeah, that's been a, a full circle thing that I've noticed in a humbling experience of continuing to chip away at my own vulnerability to be able to best serve and stay sharp for the people that I'm 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 trying to lift as well. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I want to just when I say luxury, I mean it as like because I've been watching a lot of what lower class America is dealing with. Mm -hmm. You know, and and also when a person goes to talk to a coach, if they never talked to a coach before, they have to understand that this is an investment. Like, and okay. luxury is, I think that it's exclusive because you have to be willing to pay the price and you have to be able to pay the price. That's, I, I'm not saying to go in to exorbitant amounts of debt if that's not, if right. you're trying to right. have your lights on, because right. there's a lot right. of people in that situation. So, and, and that was a mindset shift I had to have next uh, with around the whole cost price of it starting out was like, oh, I want to help people out, but they really can't afford it because they really can't afford it. But this is not, they're, they're not, it's, that's just, there's right. other ways that I can help them. You know, there's so much free content that I can help them, but that's not, and, and that's more so why it's like, it was a shift for me, but also understanding to people like, okay, yeah, this is not, this is not something that you can pay $300, $400 a month for. Like, there's a lot of just nasty stuff that goes along to that. Like I tell people like, you know, getting fixated on wanting to drop a whole bunch of weight or being like stuck on the tactical stuff. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I think that that's super empowering and that helps sharpen who you are as an individual, but to sit and actually handle that inner deep work. Oh, that's where it gets heavy. It gets so heavy. And I just think a lot of people aren't willing to put that work in, you know, um, cause yeah, like I even know tons of people who have the money to pay for coaching, but they'd rather keep pouring their money into those other vices mm -hmm. because it's still easier, even though it's like, Oh, I'm grinding and I'm working so hard and I'm making all this money. Right. But you're still miserable, but you don't want to have to make the time. You won't prioritize the time to sit in the ick. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's to me where I think the, the sweet spot is and just where the lessons of life are learned. And, you know, obviously you and I, God is always at the forefront of all of that. And God never promised us an easy life, right? Like, I mean, you hear struggle all throughout the Bible and it, it takes you having to, you're constantly batting the battling the law of sin and having to choose not to give into the temptation that's always there. And that's, that's, 
not an easy task. Oh yeah. Now, how do you handle the deep work? Like what's a, what's an exercise that you do? Like just one simple thing that you do to help people handle the deep work, because I think that that would just give, you know, give some hope. Absolutely. So one simple shift in wording, um, easiest place I say to start is brain dump. And for me, I, I never set well with the term journaling because I was a teacher's pet and I knew going to be reading my work. So it was almost like fake or like interview mode. And so for me is when I would think of like, I have to journal, I have to manifest, I have to write what I'm grateful for. Like it was so fake. Because it's like, I was thinking someday when I die, somebody's going to post this or like my life can get made into a movie. Like it was just this facade that I just, it was cheesy to me. I hated the term. It just felt too woo-woo. Nothing against anybody who likes woo-woo. It just wasn't for me. So for me, that phrase brain dump, it's nasty. It's dirty. It stinks. It's literally like your brain is overloaded with so many thoughts and emotions and memories and worries, right? And when you force yourself and you make it a priority and you make the time to sit down with yourself in silence, no influence of the outside world, and you dump out your thoughts, take the garbage out. Like who cares if your grammar is correct. Who cares if you have scribbles? For me, I can tell you my most powerful brain dumps. Like there's tear marks all across the page. My handwriting gets bigger than the lines. Like take the trash out. And that's, that is always my starting point for anybody is whether, whether I have specific techniques that then tie in with the brain dumping, that in itself, setting a timer, 20 minutes, lock yourself in a room and just dump out everything in your head. Maybe you are literally like, crap, I have to do this tomorrow. Oh my gosh, did you ever really think about elephants when they're sitting in the circus? And you know what? Last year, I'm really upset that this person did this to me. Like, let it all out on paper to make sense of what the F is going on up here. So that would be my starting point for anybody who's listening to this. I love that. Um, and it, it is so therapeutic. Um, and it's funny because I actually talked about this recently on another podcast about she was talking about journaling and how she would only journal the negative. I'm like, well, listen, and she was in Ireland and I'm like, and, and she she was talking about a book that she wrote and um, to help people with like suicide and everything and um, helping the people that have family members that are dealing with suicide. Well. I was like, you know, I think it was Anne Frank that did it to me, you know, because I'm, you know, having to read her book and her journal and her diary. I'm like, I always wrote as if somebody was going to read it. That if it was actually, I always, in my mind, the same way. It was always like, for the, like, up until recently. And when I say recently, I mean, like, the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Was I actually telling the truth? Everything was painted so perfectly. And if we ain't getting real with ourselves, we're not going to, we're not going to get anywhere. So I love, I love that um, you, you shared that because I mean, I'm sure there's people that think about that, like think like that too. Yeah, well, and that's what I also think makes this 
so much more important too is because right now mental health is a sexy subject on Facebook where it's trending to talk about mental health awareness. And I don't say that in a mean way. And I know that people are going to probably hear this and take this out of context, but if, it, if you're meant to receive this, you will. Right. And it's just, it's unfortunate because still people are like seeking so desperately to be heard. But the problem is, is that now it's like, there's still this like standard of how you share your mental health and you're not even allowing yourself to be raw and real with yourself. So what, how can you expect any progress to happen? Because you're still influenced by the world around you. That's why yet again, I said, you've got to shut yourself into a room with like yourself, no influence of not even a family member, like make sense of the information for you and what it is, but it's easier to go on Facebook and like, oh, this person's in with this, here's this, here's that, and get distracted by what the world tells us should be. But like, that's why you don't even know who you are. I was talking to um, one of the bartenders at my job yesterday and she was just talking and she's younger. She's in her like mid twenties. And she was talking about how like COVID really had an impact on her not being able to socialize the same. And she thought that she was autistic because of the way that social media just tells you, like you get, you get on TikTok, you get down these same threads everybody's an expert, you know, everybody's telling you all this stuff and you start to think that that's what it is. But I'm like, everybody just wants to have something wrong with them, but don't want to actually combat what they got and work through it because everybody got problems. All right. We all, how are we working to become better? Let's not use these problems and, and labels as excuses to limit ourselves. And I know that's very much the way that you think as well. Um, and yes, mental health, it, it's a stigma in a lot of communities it's still like shunned upon in other communities. And I, I know there's a huge importance of talking about it. So that's not what Jamie was, was saying, yeah, but right. it, and I, I think in our specific demographic of millennials and Gen Zers, it's like, it's just this thing that is like, oh, I have a problem too. This is okay. How can I help you get through that? Let, let, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, what's your what is your what's in your toolbox what is your healing process you know because we've talked about this on so many different occasions we have been through it god <laughs> god is my god is like my number one go-to yes i can talk about it with other people because he provides people for you but you know like what would you say that your process is or what something that's in your toolbox when it comes to dealing with anything mental health? Ooh, see, now, even as you went into that, like, I agree, like, I, I, I don't want, I mean, I'm a mindset coach. That's literally what I, I, I brand myself as. So I definitely believe that like mental health is a, is, is just as physical health, right? Spiritual health, like, it to me all forms together in health categories. Some people are having mental struggles because of health struggles. Mm -hmm. Some people are having mental health struggles because of, of family baggage or grief of dead and the living, right? Like we're all struggling here. And I, I think that like, okay, this is loaded because yes, I could give a tool here, but I almost would rather take this time to 
educate the awareness that not everything is meant to have a solution in that moment. I love that we have resources. And I think I actually just did a post about this the other day. Like we have to take the bad and the good in life. Like we wouldn't know how to appreciate the good if we didn't have to endure the bad. However, we were not put here to live a life of sorrow either. And so sometimes, unfortunately, you can't just find a tool to make your way through it. Like when I go back to the times I was attempting suicide, I didn't have really anybody to rely on. I maybe like turned to YouTube videos for motivation, but at the end of it all, like I had to dig deep and just keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to make that choice. So whether it's that you choose to brain dump, you choose to invest in a coach or go to therapy, you choose to move away, you choose to leave a relationship, you choose to get into a relationship, like that's what it comes down to. You have to choose. And when you notice, no matter how sucky it is that you have to choose, like, hey, I'm still here for a reason. Like today may not be a good day, but I've got to just freaking push through it. And trust that that this is going to lead to something. Like I think, I think you and I have talked about this before, but I've shared this. Um, I spoke to a college class on leadership, and and one of the, the 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 younger girls was like, you know, well, what would you tell your younger self? Like, what advice would you give your younger self? And I literally just said, trust the process; it'll make sense later. That's all I would say. Because if if people would have told me how to do those things, I wouldn't have experienced things the way that I did. And I would not know how to appreciate a healthy relationship. I wouldn't appreciate how to fully lean on people and know how to trust people or know how it doesn't do me any good to not trust people. Like I wouldn't have learned all of that if I wouldn't have to have just literally experienced life. And so for me, I think, I think it starts with just choosing that, like, even though this is hard and today is a hard day, I'm going to choose to keep going. Even if that means the only thing I did was got up and go to the bathroom today. Like God still kept me here for a reason. If you don't believe in God, something somewhere, somehow made you wake up. So you were breathing today. Do something with it. Just do something with it. Little tidbits that I took from that. Um, and, and that I like just relate to is, and it really just, I thought about, and then I'm going to get into what I want to want you to talk about next because you love to talk about this topic, but it's, you have the power to change your perspective. Like that, that is, I think the, one of the first things, like whenever you're in a low place that, that needs to start, you know, that perspective switch of God put me here today, or I woke up today. So there's a reason that I'm here. That's still a perspective versus being, I don't want to be here no more. There's no reason for me to be alive. And, and if you listen to this, I have been there. So I, I get that. And, it, and it's, and it's okay. And then I, that went into the next thing of like, accept that it's okay and normal to have a bad day. Like, that's just a part of life. Like we have to accept, like so many of us don't do this. And this will actually go into what you're about to talk about and, um, you know, just keep going, but you love to talk about toxic positivity. And yeah. that's what you're going to say. <laughs> And I think that that's really, that, that really ties into this too, because that, that will mess up a lot of things when you're, when you go down that toxic positivity road, mental health can be really screwed up because you're avoiding all of the negative things. So yes, go talk about that. 
Yes. So actually, and I, I started losing my train of thought when I went on my tangent about the brain dump and and concerning if I was going to say it the wrong way about but the, the trending topic of mental health. But as you mentioned that, it just came back to me. One of my least favorite phrases is fake it till you make it. I used to love it. At a, there was a season in my life that I did appreciate that because that in that season gave me a reason to push. It motivated me to, but from a sustainability standpoint, dude, no wonder I couldn't figure out who I was because I was faking and lying to myself who I was. Yes, you want to be able to speak to becoming the person you want to be. And so you have to like acknowledge that. But I don't think faking it is the best way to do that, which then leads to toxic positivity. And I I have experienced this firsthand where there's people that I will talk to and like they're only positive all the time. And at first I envied them. And then I'm like, ugh, how awful of a life that has to be because you are lying to yourself. And that leads to a lot of stress because then now behind closed doors, you you are overwhelmed with anxiety and you you are putting on this facade and you're being somebody that you're not like i don't even like to look at emotions anymore as positive or negative because like if i eat raw chicken and i get a stomach ache and my body makes me throw up that's not bad that i threw up it's good because my body's like hey mayday this shouldn't be there so we're going to get it out. That's a good thing. My body lets me vomit. It gets out the bath, right? Or the things that aren't for me. And so when you acknowledge a negative emotion, like that could also be a trigger of your body being like, mm, we don't like this. This isn't safe. We shouldn't be here. We shouldn't do this. That negative experience or that negative emotion is what's going to try to save your life, trying to protect you. If you're feeling sad, it's because something isn't good for you right? Or if you're angry, right? And so this may not be, an, it's nothing in life ever is a one size fits all statement. So do not take this as gospel in every situation of your life. But on the flip side is that if you are only like, literally, if you're standing behind me and you have like a knife pointed up at the back of my head, and if I'm like, hey, Olivia, this is great. Like you're an awesome human. And like, oh my gosh, like life is so good. And as long as I just keep focusing on like, hey, there's this really pretty sunshine in front of me. And I'm just going to dismiss the fact that you have a knife at the back of my head that you could potentially kill me with. Like life is great. Life is so great. That's not good either. Because if you really wanted to do something with that knife, I'm dismissing that fact completely because I'm trying to focus on being positive and affirming the good in my life. No, if I need to run away from this knife or at least take your hand and put it down, like that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that knife being there. You have to be scared. You have to be upset. Like, so if we are only focused on being positive all the time, that is just as dangerous if you're negative all the time. I think I've you've heard me say this quote, 80 bajillion times now that we talk on the regular. We need water to survive, but water will also kill you. You need things in moderation. Not having it at all, you did. Going out into the wide freaking ocean of crashing waves, you did. Like, you, you gotta pick the happy medium. You gotta pick the happy medium. And it's not always going to be that easy. And I think that's the other part that, 
toxic positivity has brought to the table is people now get this unrealistic expectation that because I'm writing down what I'm grateful for and because I'm doing whatever everybody else on social media is saying is going to bring me success, I expect it to be an easy journey because somebody told me I can drink this shake and lose a whole bunch of weight. And when it doesn't happen for you, like "Mm, maybe it's because it's going to take more effort. And that's unrealistic expectation that highlight reels post is if everything comes easy to those who choose to be positive. It's not. They just choose to endure it and they've conditioned themselves to endure it. Tangent done. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pick the happy medium. Uh, I also believe that it just stunts your growth so much because you just you numb yourself, you know, we could go on and on about this, but I want, last question, I want to know about your uh, success story, the type of clients that you help, who you serve, all of that. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I have so many um, that are coming to mind. Um, It's actually really cool. I think the one that's worth sharing um, because like my phrase is that I work with the workaholic and the strong friend. I work with the overly driven individual who is either stuck, burnout, or is literally chasing their next fix and the next hot item they can purchase, the next sale they can crush, like their money, making money isn't something that's hard for them, but they're still miserable. Um, so probably about 45% of my business is men and I've worked with people all around the world. Um, probably one of my most recent success stories is a gentleman who he is this big, just muscular dude. Like you see him, like he's tall, he's like intimidating because you can tell like he's, he's a force to be reckoned with. Like this is an alpha dude to the fullest. But man, that where this dude's drive comes from is is from such a space of like having to fuel his ego because of deep down so much fear and and feeling of unworthiness. And like it's so funny because he's a super no filter dude. And like on the on a normal basis, he's like, F you, Jamie. He's like, dang it, like you hit a nerve. Like you got you got to like some deeper emotions. And he just recently I've been working with him for probably over a year now and we've continuously had some breakthroughs, but just most recently it was, it was being able to full fully be in an emotional space of being ready and willing to take the proper steps of forgiveness to relieve and the emotional trauma from a, a, a relationship that has been very toxic for probably like the last 15 years. And he finally was at a point where he was ready for it. And we started strategizing on, on daily techniques to be able to implement for him that would work. And it made my heart so happy. It was about two Fridays ago. I randomly get a text message and he, he's like, Hey, I'm just on my flight right now. And he's like, I'm just really reflecting over all that we've talked about. And he's like, thank you for saving my life. So I don't, I mean, I guess that's, I don't know if that's really fully a testimony because I want to try to still respect the privacy of this person, even though I'm not saying who they are. Like, I don't want to give too many details, but it's, it's been a tough road of me really having to go toe to toe with him and like call him on some major BS to be like, you are causing your own problems. Stop it. And it's, it broke through to him and just him being able to get that emotional release and start to step into a healthier way of living 
although on paper to everybody, he looks healthy. It's just been a really beautiful thing. So I guess that's what I want to share. Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause that it, you know, especially having a man listen to, you know, and you have to, you have to be able to push back. You have to, it's not having a coach is having somebody that's going to push you. It's not going to have, it's not going to be somebody that's just going to allow you to continue on the same cycle you've been on. Um, so guys, if you are looking for a transformational mindset coach, Jamie is your girl to unleash the beast within, um, all of her links will be in the comment section or show notes below our description, depending on where you're getting this information. Jamie, it was such a pleasure to have you. I'm so grateful that you're in my life and yes, thank you for being a guest. Thank you. Because although we run a business together, like I know the hot shots that you have interviewed on this podcast. So the fact that I made the cut for this season as a, as a welcome back, I am beyond honored. So just thank you for your heart. Thank you for your tenacity. Thank you for helping create me and that vulnerability of asking for help. Cause girl, you definitely are one of those people that I have um, chipped away some of my hardened layers too so i just i appreciate you as a human so all of you that listen and follow her like keep doing so because she's she's a force to be reckoned with so thank you thanks for listening to this episode of the empowered woman badass and unfiltered podcast if you found any value in this please consider sharing and subscribing now go out and be a badass